bless you, Brother Savala. Come take your liberty. Amen, amen. Oh, hallelujah. There's a Holy Ghost explosion in here if we'd let it. Well, praise God. Well, 10 of us believe that. Okay. Amen. We'll just, we'll just, we'll just talk about Holy Ghost explosion. I mean, we'll, just, we'll just talk about it and feel good for a few moments and go home. Well, I know the pastor's with me, about three others. Hallelujah. We'll just, we'll just go through a couple good little motions here and then we'll go on home. How the old song says something got a hold of me. Well, I went to a meeting one night and my heart, my heart wasn't right. But something, something got a hold of me. It was the Holy Ghost, the Holy Ghost. It got in my hands. Hey, God, in my feet. I know y'all waiting for the music to pick up. I ain't worried about that. Ah, see, we get the music going, then we get folks moving, but I can move without the music. Hey, every once in a while while I'm praying, I just pull out a few of my old dance steps. The Lord take Something got a hold of me. I went to a meeting one night. My heart wasn't right, but something got a hold of me. When I began to stir up something down deep within me. Well, hallelujah. I know, I know there's visitors here. I know, and man, we gotta preach. Well, I'm preaching. We've preached in 15 songs. Hey, man, every one of them is shot through. It's not them Lauren Bagel songs or or, uh, or, or what's that trainer girl that everybody talks about and, and uh, it ain't about no bass here. Uh, woo, hallelujah, I got some of you right now. So you, you stuck. Y'all don't know about some of that. I, I keep up on some of that. Hey, well, if I was doing that, some of you would be all like, hey, you know how it is too. You practice in the mirror at home. Model. Do you we get to church? Get church to come on. Let's let let's really get let's let the Holy Ghost move. Something got a hold of me. What what causes folks to just begin to respond? And the, the other night here, when this when the, uh, this sister here uh, got her healing, there was no music playing. There was nothing going. There was no grooving going on. But she got her own groove. When the Holy Ghost hit her, when the Holy Ghost healed her, she began to jump. She began to dance. There came something down. What is it? It's the Holy Ghost and fire. It's keeping me alive. Oh, hallelujah. Hallelujah, hallelujah. My, 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 my. Well, praise God. All right, I'm going to give you a text, and then, and, then, and then we'll just see what the Holy Ghost does, since some of you don't think I'm preaching yet. Amen. Uh, 1 Peter chapter 2. Oh, thank you, Lord Jesus. Man, it'd just be good for the Holy Ghost just get on everybody here in the room. 
Say, well, I got the Holy Ghost. Good, let, get, let it get you again. Amen, amen, amen. I, I was, it's funny, some of the thoughts you'll get during prayer time, and I was praying over there, and I got thinking about them. You know, there's folks that actually, you know, these are, these are folks that they don't want to practice all of the Bible. They just like certain points of the Bible. And so, and so they'll go, well, I don't believe in all that praying out loud and all that kind of stuff. You know, the Bible, this is the only verse they know about prayer. The Bible said, Jesus said to go in your closet and pray where nobody can hear you. Well, that sounds spiritual. Well, if that's, if that's the only place that you're supposed to pray, Jesus done violated that his whole entire life. Because he went in the synagogue and prayed. He prayed loud enough for the apostles to come and say, hey, teach us to pray like you pray. We want to know how to touch God like you're touching him. Because my prayer ain't doing it. So he didn't always follow his own advice. There's a place for private prayer. But bless your heart, there's a place called the sanctuary. When you go out there, uh, they ain't saying, come on, let's pray. Uh, they're out there cussing. Uh, they're out there doing all kinds of other good godly things. Uh, thank God for a place uh, I can come in uh, and lift my hands with my brother. Uh, thank God there's a place uh, I can lift up my voice. Oh, you do understand that the scripture, no less than the Bible. Well, that's how you Pentecostal folks believe. You're going to have a hard time in heaven. You don't like noise. You're going to have a, but just get this. Listen to this preacher. It don't matter where you go, heaven or hell, there's going to be lots of noise. You're just practicing for where you want to make noise for eternity. That's what we're doing. We're praising. Do we want to do a noise of praise? Or in hell, it's a noise of hate. Which one do I want? I'm going to practice praise. I'm going to practice worship. Let the redeemed of the Lord say so. If you have the Holy Ghost been baptized in Jesus' name, I don't have to have somebody cheerleading me. It comes out of my belly. For out of the belly, the Bible said, shall flow rivers of living water. Rivers. It ain't going to trickle. I said it ain't going to trickle. It's not raindrops keep falling on my head. It's a shower. It's breaking forth. No wonder there's some folks. I'm sorry. You can be sedated, seated if you want to. No wonder there's some folks. I'm going to get to 1 Peter chapter 2, verse 9. You put it up there on the screen for everybody. And the rest of you get it. I'll get there in just a minute. And then that way you'll know I preach because I actually read a verse. And so 1 Peter chapter 2, verse 9. Hurry up, put it up there and help us help everybody out. And so, and so you wonder why, folks. Well, man, I don't believe I got to shout. The scripture says shout unto God with the voice. With the voice, with the voice, with the voice of triumph. Now, if you ain't got any triumph, uh, then you ain't going to shout. But every once in a while, uh, there's something that comes up and said, Hey, uh, God's given me victory. One writer, one writer said, what is the noise of this house? I'll tell you what the noise is. It's people that's been set free. It's people that's been water baptized, not in some trinity formula, but in the name of Jesus Christ. It's people that's had their sins remitted and aren't going back to them. 
What's the noise of this house? Oh, I'll tell you what the noise is. He that the son is set free is free indeed. What's the noise of this house? It's the noise of truth. Oh, I like what you said there, boy. That's good, Pastor. I'm gonna use. I'm gonna use it right now, but I'm gonna use it other elsewhere too. I give you dibs. I promise you. I, I'll give you credit while I'm out there. My name is Sin an Offering or something. I don't know. And so anyway, and so he said, "Truth." There's, I mean, folks, they don't mind life. Ooh, what life, church? And wager. You know why they don't like truth, church? Because truth, church, is absolute. Truth don't change. We live in a, even a Christian environment. Uh, they want life. Uh, they want a way, but they want their own way. But don't give me truth. Uh, don't give me an absolute. Uh, because if there is an absolute, uh, then any other reason, uh, any other way, ain't going to cut it. Thank God for the truth. Not a truth, uh, the truth. Oh, hallelujah. I said not a truth. I've heard as well, oh, well, that's just how your church believes. That's just, you know, all roads lead to Rome. Well, that's fine if we're going to Rome, but I'm going to heaven. And there's only one way to get to heaven. I ain't going to Rome. I ain't going anywhere. The only place I really want to go is heaven. And he ain't got a bunch of detours. He don't reroute. There ain't no Siri. Well, Siri, I'm here. How do I get back to heaven? Just obey the book. This is all, see some, some folks that are all locked in the modern progressive, see this is old fashioned map right here. And some of y'all don't know about all them coordinates. Did y'all have Thompson guide maps out here? Or the, the, the Thompson guy, he had A3 and B2 and, and look over there and get down there, oh there it is right there. And so if somebody ain't listening, ain't talking to you. Too many voices, but you get something It ain't ever going to be lost. His way's always right. I have found the way. Not a way. I found the way. And so, 1 Peter chapter 2, verse 9 is up there. But ye are a chosen generation, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a peculiar people, that ye should show forth the praises of him, not them. Let me know, there ain't no such thing as a trinity. There ain't no place in your Bible that'll say unto them or unto him. In them dwelleth all the fullness of the Godhead bodily. It ain't there. I ain't meddling. I'm just telling you the truth at the truth church. I just, I'm just quoting scripture. There's folks out there, they believe in three. They hate this right now. Because it ain't in there. It's like a Jehovah's Witness years ago. God told me, said, you know, in their Bible, in the New World Translation, it says, and I always get them confused. Is it 1 Timothy 2.15 or 1 Timothy 3.15? Great is the mystery of godliness. God, 3.16. 1 Timothy 3.16. And so great is the mystery of godliness. And in the King James, it says, God was manifest in the flesh. But one of their New World Translations says, He was manifest in the flesh. Now you understand, I'm just going to lean on you for a minute because I got to get my breath. And so, and so, so you understand now in the, in the Jehovah's Witness, they don't believe in three. They believe in two. That's the Trinity. And so, so that's what they believe in. And so they, they believe, they believe in God, a spirit. They believe the Holy Ghost is his active force in the world. And then they believe that God or that Jesus is just a good man prophet. Son, but lower than God. 
And in their Bible, it said, now great is the mystery of godliness. He was manifest in the flesh. I said, who's the he? They said, well, what do you mean? I said, well, the he, in, in, in the King James, it says God was manifest in the flesh. That means God is a spirit, as the scripture said, and there's only one way that God's ever revealed himself, and that's through the face of Jesus Christ. The Hebrews chapter one and verse three says that he is the express image of his person. You'll never have another view of God, the spirit outside of the body form of Jesus Christ. Oh, well, that's the truth. What a revelation to understand that mighty God. Now, that's not my subject. That's for free. You be seated. You all be sitting alone. And so it says unto him that's called you out of darkness. It didn't say them. It said him. That wasn't my subject, but I just gave it to you for free. Out of darkness into his marvelous light. Seven o'clock. I'm going to be done here faster than you think I am, but not till I'm done. All right. He called you out of darkness into his marvelous light. So just a few more moments here today. Brother Nelson, I just want to ask you, is the light still marvelous? Is the light still marvelous to you? Does it still mean everything that it meant when you first got water baptized? When you first found a place to repent of your sin? Do you remember what it meant when that light first shined in the darkness of your sinful life? When you was lost, when you was bound, when there was no hope, that glorious light shined into that darkness. And oh, you begin to run. You begin to get as close as you could to that light. You hit an altar. You begin to pray. You begin to ask God to forgive you of all of your sin. Is the light still marvelous? I said, is it still marvelous to you? When you think about that light, does it do something down deep in your heart? Oh, you remember when that light shined? It may have shined when you was at your lowest point, not even in a church service, but it began to shine. Maybe it was a... I'm going to start here, but not everybody in this room, their case is like this. But maybe it was in a drunken stupor. Maybe it was in some, some fight that you and, and, uh, and your wife, girlfriend maybe at the time had gotten into. Uh, and you thought, man, this whole thing uh, is going to end, but we love one another. Uh, and all of a sudden, surely, uh, surely uh, there has to be something better than this. Uh, surely, uh, surely uh, there's got to be something. It's dark here. Uh, and all of a sudden, a light, bang, uh, begin to shine uh, into that darkness. Uh, oh, you didn't have everything you needed but man I see a light oh I saw the light I saw the light no more in darkness I wasn't totally out yet but I saw light those that sat in darkness saw a great light 
That's where it started, Brother Nelson. Oh, on them bar stools somewhere. Maybe you had just got to the pinnacle of your success in life. You had just about attained all that you had thought. But all of a sudden, this is empty. I thought the degree would bring happiness. I thought the family would bring happiness. I thought everything that I had achieved. But I'm in darkness. And it may have been a flyer that started it. It may have been somebody that worked on a job that, man, you didn't think too much of them, but they was different. What is it you got that I ain't got? It's the light shining in darkness. Do you remember, brother, sister, there's some of you that's been raised in church. Uh, some of that doesn't, it doesn't ring as true to you, but it, it, there's a, there's something there for you. Uh, you was raised in this. You heard this. Uh, and it, man, it's, but there's somewhere in your heart. Uh, brother Jared, there came a service. Uh, there came a time uh, because you was growing, you grew up around the light, uh, but you was still in darkness. Uh, but somewhere uh, you said, man, uh, I want uh, what mama has. Uh, I want uh, what daddy has. I want what the preacher has. I see a light. I've been raised around it, but it's not in my life yet. And you begin to make a journey to an altar as a young child. God, I want the light. God, I want to know you. There came a desperation to your son at young ages. I gotta see the light. Oh, maybe it was playing church at home. And nobody, I got a friend of mine right now. I could name his boy. They was just playing church, just playing church. He didn't even have the Holy Ghost yet. Had some neighbor kids over. They had been to a couple church services. They started playing church at home. My buddy walked by the bedroom door one day and he said, man, I walked by and them kids was playing church. My son just out there, He's acting like he got the Holy Ghost not talking in tongues, but just, I mean, like the Holy Ghost just moving. And, and that other little a couple visitor boys, he said, I walked back by again about a half hour. I heard him talking in tongues. Uh, my son uh, had his hand on one of them kids' head. He's talking in tongues and the boy's talking in tongues. The light will shine. I said the light will shine wherever uh, somebody's tired uh, of the darkness. It's the light. Is it still marvelous to you? I said, is it still marvelous to you? Every young person in here, uh, you better get a walk with God uh, to where the light never does get old. I said, you better, you gotta have uh, some place in your life uh, where you can go back to uh, when it seems like it's getting boring, uh, when it seems like I'm about to give up. Uh, Oh, the light uh, is so marvelous. You remember, you remember how you, after you began to pray uh, and you felt that burden of sin lift uh, and it is here uh, that we differ a lot of times from a lot of denominations uh, because they believe in repentance. Uh, Matter of fact, we preach the same doctrine many ways about repentance. You gotta turn from sin. You gotta leave sin behind. Make no mistake that there are folks, many folks outside of this church that have truly repented. They have left old habits. They have turned their back on sinful things. And there is such a liberty that comes when walking in the light of repentance. 
I've been repentant. It's being set free. My God, I've been set free. There ain't no way, there ain't any way in the world you can't tell them they ain't repented. They cause why? Because I was there when I did it. I was there when the shackles fell free. I ain't went back to it. Some of them it's been 10, 15, 20 years. I ain't ever went back to it. But there's more. And here's where we differ a lot of times. Because we talk about you need to be filled with the Holy Ghost. There's more light. There's more light. And so here's how a lot of other places they deal with it. Because their own preachers don't got the Holy Ghost. They just say, well, that's just for special people. That's just a gift. That's just for this over here. We don't get, some will even go so far it's of the devil today. And others will go so far as to say that that ended back in the apostles' days. But when the light shines, do you remember when you was praying? And all of a sudden that tongue started doing something different. Oh, yeah, most of us, it kind of scared us a little bit. What was that? You'll watch when folks are praying. They don't know nothing about it, but they're repenting, and you want wholesome. Hey, what, 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 I, I, you know what happened? We're all excited. You, you know what that was? Mm-mm. You know, my, I, I was saying weird stuff. You know, you know what it was? Mm-mm. Feel good? Mm-hmm. You want more? No, no. Why? Because I ain't never experienced nothing like that before. But I'm going to tell you, stop and explain it just a long. That's some more light that's coming. There's a light coming uh, that wants to shine all around you and bring you out totally uh, out of darkness. Uh, if you've just repented and oh, thank God for, for that that comes uh, and you begin to walk away from sin. But let me tell you something, God uh, has much more for you. God has a complete deliverance uh, and that deliverance comes uh, when I begin to speak with other tongues. Uh, it's not my prayer language. Uh, it's his language uh, that he puts into me uh, as I begin to speak uh, in another tongue. Woo. Hey, I just tell you, you ain't gonna get taught how to speak in tongues here because ain't nobody can give it. Uh, only Jesus Christ does. Uh, and he does it to those uh, that want all the light that he's got for them. Is the light. When you talk in tongues, brother, sister, young person, uh, when you begin to speak with other tongues, uh, is it still precious to you? Is it still marvelous? Oh, I want to experience a miracle. Oh, well then I, I challenge you to pray until you speak in tongues regularly. Because every time I do, Sister Goff, there's a miracle in Joseph Allah. I don't deserve it. I know him, but God thought me worthy to put his spirit in me. My God, what a miracle. I'm still marvel at the light. And then, and then, that, oh, there's light. Oh, there's a lot of light we talk about. And I'm not talking about the progressive light doctrine either. That's a bunch of foolishness. Say, well, they're just saved according to all the light they have. That's, then the best thing we do is shut down church and close your Bible. Because that means God's obligated to save everybody at that point. I mean, you can't have it two ways. 
And so, and so I ain't talking about that. I'm talking about those though, that your journey say, God, I want more of you, all right? Then how much light do you want? How much of God do you really want? Say, so, well, preacher, man, I know I've seen miracles and God's done miracles. God's used me to talk to people. Oh, that's wonderful. But you need everything God has for you. I wonder how many remember the night that you went down in Jesus' name. Not in the titles Father, Son, and Holy Ghost because there is no saving power in that. That's not a Bible way to be baptized. You won't find it anywhere in your Bible. I'm not knocking. I'm just, just, just throw that up there. Throw Acts 2.30 up there. Just in case I got some folks that's questioning that. Throw Acts 2.38 up there. Well, th- let's do Matthew 28.19. I wouldn't even want to get here, but the light's marvelous to me. I'm just telling you this light's marvelous to me. If I wasn't preaching this, I wouldn't preach anywhere else, anything else. I'd just go back being me a good sinner. Oh, any time tonight be good. Matthew 28, 19. All right. The Bible says, go ye therefore Jesus is teaching. And this is the only, this is the only proof text uh, that those that baptize in this way have in the entire Bible. Go ye therefore and teach all nations, baptizing them in the names of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Ghost. Go therefore and teach all nations, baptizing them in the titles of the Father, Son, and the Holy Ghost. That's in everybody's Bible. I don't know why they ignore this, but they do. Thank goodness, baptizing them in the name. The Father has a name. The Son has a name. The Holy Ghost has a name. What's the name? Well, let's find out. Turn to, now wait, well, right here, right here, during this time, every one of the disciples is around Jesus. They are all listening to his words. This is a command that he's given them. Now, Acts chapter 2. Acts chapter 2 and verse 38. We're going to read here. Go to verse 37 first. Acts chapter 2 and verse 37. The Bible to Peter, Peter, who was there with Jesus when he said, baptize them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost. The name, the name. Not names and not titles. He said name. He said, baptize them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost. And now Peter is preaching the first truth message to ever be preached and he said after he preaches they said now when they heard this they were pricked in their hearts and said unto Peter and the rest of the disciples men and brethren what shall we do then Peter said unto them watch this he was there when Jesus told them what to do if Peter's wrong here the rest of the New Testament needs to be thrown out Then Peter said unto them, repent. We agree there with lots of places. Be baptized, every one of you, in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Ghost. It's not what anybody's Bible says. Nobody's Bible says it. The Bible said it. Be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of sins. And you shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. Oh, thank God. When I understood the light that I needed to be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ. 
Well, Brother Savala, well, preacher, it really doesn't matter how we're baptized and why, pray tell. Did Jesus give a command? And why did Peter tell him to do it this way? And why did he tell him to do it the same way in Acts 10? Matter of fact, the Bible said he commanded. Throw verse 45 up there. Acts 10, 45, throw it up there. He commanded them to be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ. In Acts chapter 19, verses 1 through 5, he sees another group. Look at this. Uh, go to 44. 44. Maybe 46. Uh, hurry today. Amen. I, I'm quoting them. I'm quoting them faster than you can put them up there. Well, okay, yeah, good. That's 44. Go to 46. Good Lord, I'm getting too old for this. All right, 48. Go to 48. 48. That's what I want. 48. All right, 48. Uh, and he commanded them. Commanded. Commanded. It wasn't a suggestion. If you're here today and you're wondering, have I been baptized in Jesus' name? How was I baptized? Was I baptized right? Uh, I, listen, now let me just say, I ain't preaching to your mama. I ain't preaching to your grandma. I ain't preaching none. I ain't preaching to nobody else but you. So you got to answer the scripture. I, said, I, I mean, nobody else here that you know is responsible to this message other than you and me. And so, have you, he said he commanded them to be baptized in the name of the Lord. You want to know how strong that those apostles believed what Jesus said in Matthew 28, 19? It wasn't a suggestion. He said, you need to do it right now. Why? Because when the light shines, brother, there ain't nothing like being in the light. There ain't nothing like knowing I obeyed the scripture. I have done what the scripture tells me to do. Isn't it interesting? I'll just throw this out here for free. Is the light still marvelous? I said, is it still marvelous? Isn't it interesting that the secular Christian world, and I use that term on purpose, they will, they'll fight, they, they want you to, they want to pray for people in Jesus' name. They want to cast out devils in Jesus' name. I mean, they'll use Jesus' name for everything, but don't baptize me in that name. But then they'll say, well, we're saying the same thing. No, we're not saying the same thing. And that's not what the scripture says either. In the name of Jesus Christ, in the name of the Father, in the name of the Son, in the name of, there's only one name of the Father. There's only one name of the Son. Mm, Jesus said, I came in my Father's name. <laughs> that means the Father's name is Jesus. You can way around that. Jesus said, that's what I come in. And Jesus said, the, um, Acts 4, 12, there's none other name under heaven given among men whereby we must, we must, we must be saved. Talking about the name of Jesus. And the Holy Ghost, he said, the Comforter, which is coming in my name. It's coming in my name. So when I got the Holy Ghost, I got the Spirit of Jesus Christ in me. Oh, uh, hallelujah. Thank God uh, for a marvelous. You don't have a young preacher just trying to preach for response. I got it. I got a marvelous light. It ain't for sale. It ain't for compromise. I ain't looking to try and see how close to the world I can get. Take this whole world. But this light is so marvelous. There's people that, I'm just going to tell you, I, I just be, I mean, this is, Pastor, you've, you've pre preached longer than I have. You've seen it. I pastored in Ontario, Oregon. I had folks from other denominations. I kid you not. I, I mean, I'll tell this story real quick. I, I, had, I, I kept having some folks come from a local Assembly of God church in our town. And they'd come. 
And man, I'll tell you, they'd pray, they'd get the Holy Ghost, but then they wouldn't stay. They'd go back over there. Well, I finally figured out, I had so many times, so you know, the pastor over there has told his folks that if they want the Holy Ghost to go to your church, because they can get it there. And they would, they'd come get it. But when they realized that walking in the light is more than just talking in tongues, they went back over there to darkness. Not knocking, I'm just telling you how it was. So one day, I go out on the golf course. And I play every once in a while. And, and every once in a while, I hope you all don't preach against it. If you do, forgive me. God bless everybody. And so I'm not a good golfer. And so I'm more of a hacker. And so I went, I went out. Back in those days, I went out. And, and I was going to go out by myself, Pastor. I like to just go by myself. I, I, I like, I'm, I'm kind of a loner. I know most folks don't believe that, but I'm kind of a loner. Most of my I can be. And so, and so I, I just like to go just, just clear my mind, just have a good time. And so, so I went out there, and he said, the guy said, hey, he said, said, Pastor, listen, man, said, today we got a busy course, and, and said, do you mind being paired up with somebody? Uh, well, I said, sure, I, you know, maybe it's something open, opportunity, you know, preach. So he sends me out with this other guy. He didn't tell me who the guy was, nothing. So I'm out there, and, and of course, when you get two guys out there, they don't know one another. After a while, you know, you start talking a little bit. So so the guy, uh, I said, well, hey, what do you do? He said, well, sir, I'm the pastor of Assembly of God Church over here. <laughs> I said, oh, really? I said, how long have you been there? Well, I'm, I'm going to get him talking as much as possible. I don't want to talk. I just keep him talking. So, so we got about two holes into it. He goes, well, hey. Hey, he said, man, I said, you're not. What do you do? I said, man, I, I passed the Pentecostal church over it. Oh. I said, yeah. I said, I got a question for you. I said, we're going to dive in, right? I said, let me ask you something. He said, I know, I know. I said, how come you said all them folks don't get the Holy Ghost? And you ain't getting that there. He said, I ain't never had it. I said, well, you want it? He said, well, I don't believe you have to have it. He said, and if I preached it that way, I'd lose my church. Let me tell you something. I'd rather be unemployed. I'd rather be, and I'm just telling you God's honest truth. I'd rather be doing just out flipping burgers. If you're going to make me compromise on people receiving the Holy Ghost, if you're going to make me compromise when I know what type of light is available, and you're going to settle for darkness, you're out of your mind. I'll walk in light broke and poor, but don't put me in darkness with all kinds of stuff of this world. I'm telling you the light. Oh, I, I know, I may, I may, I hope I didn't offend anybody. I really don't, no, I'm not trying to. I'm just telling you. I'm telling you what's out there. Uh, God, God knew who everybody was going to be here tonight. And he's trying to ask you, is the light still marvelous? How much of the light do you want? How much do you want to walk in? Well, you don't know what everybody's done for me. and You don't know this. I'm not interested at all. Will you walk in all that the Lord has for you? Get Acts chapter 19. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to close because I really didn't really feel like I was going to go quite this direction. But here we is. Acts 19. Now, there's church folks here. Let me just tell you, we're in revival. God's doing some wonderful things. But there's a few of us here that, that, 
the Lord's moved on. But God really, really wants to ignite you in total. You got to grab a hold. Quit just touching the light and let the light consume you again, brother. Let it consume you again, sister. Oh, hallelujah. Hallelujah. Is the light still marvelous? When you hear it preached, does it grab a hold of you? Oh, I, I, I just, I hope I don't, I don't think I'll embarrass Toby, will I embarrass you, brother? Okay, good. Man, I'm just telling you. A little late now, isn't it? <laughs> He's like, no. You told everybody who you're talking to. No, you ain't going to embarrass me at all. They, they won't even know. The light shining on your little family, shining in your heart. I watched it tonight. Everybody was praying, worshiping God, and the light drawn again. I'm going to leave where I am, and I'm going to come up where everybody, no peer pressure. That wasn't peer pressure. That wasn't, well, I just want to go where everybody else is going. I don't want nobody to know. I've been around. I've seen that. You know what that was? Oh, I love the light. <laughs> oh, the old enemy thought I'm going to snuff the light out, but oh no, uh, there was a crack in the door. Bang. Uh, and somebody said, ah, I'm getting out of this dark place. Uh, get me to the light. Oh, there ain't nothing like walking uh, in the light uh, like he uh, is in the light. Acts chapter 19. Acts chapter 19. Now, this is the mark. This is a mark of those that truly want to walk in light. That want to walk in the light. The apostle Paul is, he's in Ephesus and he lands in, and in landing in Ephesus, he finds certain uh, disciples of the apostle John or, the, or uh, John the Baptist. And, 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 he, and his first question to them, now watch this. If, this. if this talking in tongues and receiving the Holy Ghost and baptism in Jesus' name wasn't important, then we have to ask. Now, if you have your Bibles, because they don't have it up there on the screen, so if you have your Bibles, turn in your Bibles to Acts chapter 19. Acts the 19th chapter. Because you need to know that this is in your Bible. It don't matter if you agree with me or not, you're still going to have to argue with the Bible. Now, I'm not, I'm not going to Billy Graham anybody in here, and I know you're not supposed to say, talk about an icon, but, but when folks asked him how to be saved, he, John 3.16 which means you have to skip over John 3, 3 through 5 and everything else. But John, and the scripture said believe. Believe what? Believe means to act upon your faith. It don't mean just to have a tacit agreement. I believe. Good. What do you believe? How do we know you believe? If you really believe, you'll live a different life. If you really believe, you'll obey all the scripture, not just a few passages of scripture. And when Billy Graham was asked, when he was asked to explain the Trinity, he went so far as to say, I can't, just believe it. That's, that's documented. That's what he said. And so, and so now I, I don't, somebody asked me, how do you be saved? Acts 2.38. How do you get baptized? I know exactly how. I don't have to tell him, like mama, like the Catholic church, like so, I just go right to the Bible. I go right to the history book. Why? Because that's where the light is. The light is in here. And so, and so Paul, he finds 
these disciples of the apostle or the uh, John the Baptist, and 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 he talks to them. Now they're good guys. You got to understand. There's not another prophet in the world. In the, the Bible said there's no greater prophet than John the Baptist. So you're not going to get better than prophecy and and all of that. And and yet John said, "You're going to believe on him who's coming after me, whose shoe latches I'm not even worthy to stoop down and unloose." And so who was he talking about? He's talking about Jesus. And, and so the apostle Paul he looks at these disciples that this is all they know. This is what they're walking and they're doing the best they can. They have light, but they don't have all light. But light's getting ready to shine into their lives. And so he asked them a question. Have you received the Holy Ghost since you believed? And they said, I ain't never heard about that. Never heard whether John didn't teach us that because it wasn't around then. It wasn't being poured out then. So John didn't know about it. John knew that the Holy Ghost was coming. He said, he that, I, that the Holy Ghost, the, 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 the dove come down, I ain't got time for all, but he that the Spirit descends or remains, it is he that baptizeth with the Holy Ghost. That's as much as John knew about the Holy Ghost. But he had never seen anyone get the Holy Ghost. He lost his head before it was poured out. And you can't talk in tongues with no head. So he didn't have that choice. So they're doing their best they can, following John the Baptist. But here comes Paul. And he asked them, you're a believer? Yes, we believe. Good. Have you received the Holy Ghost? I've not, not heard about that. Oh. Well, then, here's the next question. Well, then, how to what then were you baptized? See, if it don't matter how somebody's baptized, then why in the world was Paul asking the question? If it doesn't matter if I have all light, then why does it, what are we even reading the scripture for? Why is that included? He's, pre, he's preaching to good people that they're obedient to everything they know. They're not, they're not, slanging, they're not slanging drugs and, and, and knocking nines. and They're not out running the streets. And do, no, they're good people. But the mark of a true disciple of Jesus Christ. They could have stopped and said, hey, wait a minute. John the Baptist, the best prophet ever come down the pike. We ain't going against John. I mean, that, our whole family, that's all they've ever known. We ain't going against John. And they'd have had, they would have had carnally, they'd have had a leg to stand on but not spiritually. And so notice what he says. How were you baptized? They said, like John baptized. And the apostle Paul said, oh, yeah, John, that's good, good. I'm paraphrasing. But John said to believe on him that's coming after. Now, what's that? Saying unto the people that they should believe on him which should come after him. That is on Christ Jesus. Next verse. It's in your Bible. Look here. Then, then said Paul, John, next verse, verse 5. I can quote it, but just go, when this is the mark of people that really want to walk in all the light that's available. It's the difference between people that walk into a room and there's a dimmer switch on the wall. And you walk in the room and all you see is just a little bit of something, but you're still in darkness. Or somebody comes over and they hit the switch. 
and you see everything that's available. And when Paul walked in their life, you got a little bit. Hey, when I tell you these folks were repented people, there weren't too many folks that practiced repentance like them folks did. They understood repentance. They understood what it meant to leave the world. But they just needed a little bit more. And the light came as the light still marvelous. And Paul said, when they heard this, they didn't argue. They didn't say, well, that's not how they preach it over here. That's not how they teach it. That's not what John said. When they heard this, when they saw the light, I saw the light. No more in darkness. They were baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus. Get me in the water. Get my sins remitted. Let me take on the name of Christ. Next verse, verse 6. And when Paul had laid his hands upon them, the Holy Ghost came on them. They prophesied, they spake with tongues. Now, is the light, is the light still marvelous to you? Oh, there's more. There's the light of holiness. There's the light of joy. Oh, there ain't nothing like all of that. But is the light still marvelous? He's called us to be key priests. He's called us to be all that he wants us to be, a royal priesthood, a chosen generation. That ye should show forth the praises of him who hath called us. See, I know I may have preached past the where I should have stopped. I hope that I didn't. I'm trying to be sensitive to the Holy Ghost. Maybe I should have stopped when everybody was, we was all jumping and screaming and all that. But I'm telling you, the Holy Ghost, the light of God's word is shining right now into some people's hearts. How much of this light do you want? Well, what will so-and-so say? Well, I, I'm not interested in all of that. Is the light of his word brighter than the influence of other people in my life? Now, Jesus, I've done the best I could with what your word. Oh, I love you. God, upon every young person that's here, God, every one of us, Lord, from the youngest to the oldest that has experienced the light of your glorious gospel, I ask you, God, that it would remain marvelous, marvelous. That, God, every time when we awake, God, we would marvel once again that you would fill us with your spirit, that you allowed us to take on your name in water baptism, that the light is still marvelous. If it's marvelous to you, would you stand with me? Can we lift our hands all across the building? Let's thank him right now for a marvelous light. Come on. Maybe there's some places here in this message. Maybe there's some places here in this message that you need to act on. God, 
I've not been baptized in your name. I want to be baptized in Jesus' name. God, I've not received the Holy Ghost speaking with other tongues. If you have that for me, I want it too. Oh, hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Ah, my, 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 my. Oh, hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. I love you, Jesus. Lord, your light is still marvelous. It's still marvelous. It's still marvelous. Is the light, is the light still marvelous? Marvelous, 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 marvelous. Woo. What a presence of the Holy Ghost that's here right now. I love you, Jesus. God, help every one of us in this house. We're not here by accident, God. God, while we determined to come here, you really did bring us here for your word. God, I'm asking that every individual here, your word would rest heavily upon us. God, let a spirit of thankfulness remain upon us, marveling at your light. Those, oh Lord Jesus, that may be here, that have not experienced all of your light to its fullness, I'm asking God that your words spoken here this night, God would echo in the chambers of their spirit and their soul until they must answer whether or not they want all of the light. God, we love you. We worship you. We praise you. We magnify you. Oh, Lord Jesus, help every one of us. Equip us this week. Those, oh God, that have this marvelous light, God, to be torches set aflame of your spirit. God, to shine in the midst of a dark, perverse generation. Lord, we love you. We praise you and we magnify you. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Let's love the Lord together. Let's love him. What a mighty God. 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 What a mighty, mighty, mighty God. Thank you for this light. Thank you, God, for a marvelous light. Marvelous are your works. Marvelous, marvelous, marvelous. We love you, Jesus. We love you, Jesus. We love you, Jesus. We love you, Jesus. I want to challenge as pastor gets ready to come. I want to challenge everybody here. If there's areas that's been preached here today of light, that you have not embraced. I want to challenge you to do it. I would command, as the Apostle Peter did, to those that were hungry, to those that were honest with the Scripture, I would say, you need to do it now. Don't wait. Don't let, well, I'll think about it. What's there to think about? If you love God's Word and you love the light, here it is. Well, I'm going to get other opinions. Well, you go ahead, but how's that working out for you? There's only one that counts. We read it. We talked about it already. I want to challenge you to obey the Word of God. To those that you have this, 
Don't ever let it get dim. Keep it marvelous. In a world that would just try to relegate it to, well, that's good. That's, that's okay. Don't get too excited. Oh, no, this means everything. It's a marvelous light. Let's love the Lord again one more time. Pastor, come. We love you.